0: Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Ginger and I are sitting here by uh, the window watching the snow drift down on this very frigid, incredibly cold day. Um, So, I hope whenever you're watching or listening that you're staying warm this day. So, this week we've been talking about um, setting ourselves apart, being different from the culture that we're living in. And if you follow the Lord, you will be different. in this culture, you will stand out. So it kind of ties in with the spiritual warfare and the things that Mark's been talking about on the weekend, but we've taken just a few qualities, uh, characteristics. There could be many more, but um, some that we've kind of highlighted this week, we talked about being content, being humble. And yet the third day we talked about being bold and then being kind in a culture where it seems like not a kind word can be spoken. It's important for us to be kind. So today, I want to talk about um, something that just really is important to you know in my mind of being one of the key qualities of a, a follower of Jesus Christ, of a believer, being different, and that is to be honest. Now, I will tell you, as I was starting to do research on this particular topic, um, I I kept coming across something that I found fascinating. So. The kind of honesty I'm talking about, you know, most of the time when it's talking about honesty in the Bible, it's talking about uh, the opposite of lying, like don't bear a false witness and don't lie. God takes those things very seriously. And uh, that was my first thought as I was thinking about the topic of being honest in this very dishonest world. But it was interesting as I, I did so, uh, some search on a, a similar word, which is the word of being um, having integrity, you know, being true within ourselves. And I and I digress here for just a minute, but you know what? Being truthful is has within itself a freedom. You know, Jesus told us, I, "You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free." And I think in that in that case, he's talking about himself. He's the truth, and he can set us free, uh, free from the the things that weigh us down, free from um, the sin, the control of sin over our lives. But uh, just on a really simple, everyday, practical level. You know, when you when you tell lies to function in, in whatever your situation, it's a very confining feeling. And it's a very, um, it can bring anxiety because there's that fear of being found out, right? Or stumbling, tripping yourself up, accidentally saying things that you didn't mean to say. Um, so when you just tell the truth, there's a freedom in that. You don't have to worry that you're gonna forget what you just said yesterday because you're telling the truth. And I'm just gonna tell you, it's a, it's a good way to live. But, but this is what I found when I was doing some research on this, on integrity, personal integrity. When I did my research, and, and, and again, if you've been listening or watching, you know that I, I do use the Amplified a lot. Um, I just, it, it, it really speaks to me, the clarity that it speaks with. Um, <clears throat> but every time I looked up the word integrity, it seemed to always be paired with something. When I would find the, the word integrity, it generally was fleshed out as a phrase, personal integrity. And it was seem to always be coupled with um, moral courage. And I found that kind of interesting. It takes courage, to be honest. But you know, it's so freeing. But let me share these verses with you because I think maybe they'll bless you today. Galatians chapter 5. Now, Galatians is a, a letter that Paul wrote. To the Church at Galatia. Now we keep going to these epistles, and and we've talked about this before. In um, we're talking about the New Testament. So much of the New Testament was written by Paul the Apostle, and the biggest bulk of it were letters that he wrote, either to individuals or to churches and groups of people. Um, So you'll hear that repeated over and over. And because the epistles give us the most. specific information on how to live the Christian life, we just seem to keep going back there, don't we? So today we're going to look at two of those epistles and uh, talk about what Paul said. So in Galatians chapter 5, verse 25, Paul says, If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, interesting, he said, if we claim to, if we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Holy Spirit. Now, he doesn't mean like take a walk. It's, it's another word for the way you live, living out your life. We must also walk by the Spirit, with, and here it is, with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. There's that pairing, the personal integrity and moral courage. And he goes on to say, that would be our conduct, and this phrase is so important, empowered by. Now, I don't know how many of you have had um, personal resolutions that you were going to be more truthful and, and have personal integrity and and have maybe even the moral courage, and you set out to do that, And somewhere you fell along the wayside, well, maybe you didn't have the right power source. And Paul's about to tell us, what is the power source? So he says, our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Now, um, it's funny, I was reading a commentary this morning about the Holy Spirit. Uh, It was someone's testimony in her upbringing in the church she was in. And she said, "In the church I grew up in, we believed in the Holy Spirit, but we nobody talked about him. He was kind of like the crazy uncle that nobody mentions." Now, that's not true. I don't believe in the culture at New Spring, but um, in in that would have been true in how I grew up. Uh, there was such a mystery about the Holy Spirit, and because there were so many sects that had taken the Holy Spirit, and 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 through that, their teachings and and um, misapplication of some of the Scripture had created such a um, strange and unscriptural interpretation of things that we just kind of shied away. We didn't want to be confused with that. So maybe we just didn't talk about him. But honestly, the Holy Spirit indwells us. And according to Galatians 5.25, he empowers us. And he doesn't it's not just a power to do miraculous things. The power to live that life of personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. If you squeeze out all your determination and come up short, That's because it will require the Holy Spirit within you for you to enjoy that lifestyle. And so I would would encourage you to consider that and call on the Holy Spirit to work through you so that you can fulfill that. Now, here's another similar verse over in Ephesians, another letter written by Paul to the church in Ephesus. And this time we're in chapter four and verse one. And, um, I'm going to just preface this as I read it. Paul spent a great deal of his ministry in jail. Now, uh, for those who you know expect serving the Lord to be in ideal situations, you might want to read Paul's story because he never got ideal. And um, so, when we jump in, in Ephesians chapter four and verse one, Paul starts out by saying, "So I, the prisoner for the Lord, so he's in prison, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called." And, and you might say, well, time out, wait, I, I don't, I'm not called into ministry. You may not be called into ministry in the in the, uh, traditional sense that you might think of, but yes, you're called, first of all, you're called to be a Christian. God called you when you accepted his, his invitation to trust Jesus Christ as your Savior. So all of us that are God followers have a calling, and each one is a little different. Okay, let's back up and start over again. I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. So Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. So I, that's Paul, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you've been called. That is, to live a life that exhibits godly character, moral courage, personal integrity, those same three things we saw in the other verse. But he adds one more, immature behavior. And then he explains, a life that expresses gratitude to God for your salvation. It's amazing how if we live in an attitude of gratitude, that was a cute little song that was popular when my older boys were little. But if we have a gratitude in our heart, we're going to want to express that gratitude to God. And the best way we can express that gratitude to God is how we live our life. So if we live our life exhibiting godly character, moral courage, and personal integrity, and he adds here, mature behavior. Uh, One of the things we're really lacking in our culture today is maturity. You know, maturity isn't um, an age. It isn't even a state of life. It's it's an understanding of our importance or lack thereof um, in the world around us and um, having some difference. You know, uh, an immature person stomps their feet and demands their way. A mature person can allow someone else to go first or to to have the uh, um have their preferences to to be differential to others. That's part of maturity. Maturity is learning to be restrained in our reactions. There, there's so many things, a lot of the things that we've talked about this week. So, personal integrity, honesty. It's important, and and you know what? It's freeing. And you think if you don't feel like you've got it in you, that's okay. None of us do. Call on the Holy Spirit because. Paul's told us we can be empowered by the Holy Spirit to have this conduct, this moral courage, this personal integrity. I hope that will be part of your um, plans, your goals for today, as you consider how we can be different in this world, this world that's just full of so much wickedness and uh, so much selfishness and all the the negative things we could list. But we're different, and let's show that we're different. Let's don't hide those differences. You know, when I was... When I was a little kid, we had a favorite song. It was called, This Little Light of Mine. I'm going to let it shine. And it's not about trying to be the star of a show. It's being light in the darkness. And I hope that that's what all of us can do today as we follow Jesus Christ. And as we're here again, as we've said so many times, we're his ambassadors. We're here to give a message to those who need to hear it. And it's a good message. It's a happy message. It's a, it's a, um, a message of rescue. And so we want to be bright lights in this dark world. And I hope that will challenge you even today as we wrap up this week. So um, let's have a word of prayer before we close. Oh, Father, what an honor and a privilege it is to serve you. But first of all, thank you, Father, for saving us. Thank you for paying for our sins and for calling us to be your children. Thank you for the privilege of being here on this earth in these dark days and help us to be bright lights shining in that darkness. I pray that the Holy Spirit would fill us and work in us and through us for your glory and honor and so that we would see others come to know you. That um, all these people that you're using us to reach, that we'll get to enjoy fellowshipping with them for eternity when we get to heaven. And we just thank you for allowing us to be part of what you're doing because you are so wonderful and we're so thankful. Please be with each person that's listening or watching today. Whatever challenges they're facing, I just pray that you would step into them that you would carry them through their difficulties. Uh, Rejoice, help us to rejoice, and you rejoice um, with the victories and the the great things that they're seeing. I know there are many that are rejoicing over many answered prayers, and uh, maybe we're not hearing and taking the time to listen to so many testimonies of what you're doing, and we're so thankful. Thank you again for the privilege of just um, sending this out over the airways, and we pray that it will honor you. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you again for uh, being with us here on Noah's Window, for being patient with me as I've had so many episodes. Uh, I do want to kind of give you a little roadmap going forward. So next week, we're going to be talking about some gifts that are available to anybody that, that are there on the table for the taking. And we're going to spend five days, we're willing, talking about that. And then the following week is going to be really special because we're going to be recording a road trip. So Mark and I will be doing some traveling and uh, being in a couple of different places and meeting some different people, and we want to record some of that for you. So we're looking forward to those uh, five road trip episodes coming up. So once again, thank you for being with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you will text, uh, talk to us to 97000, it'll come right to us. And it's just such a, a joy to hear from you. So thank you for those of you who've reached out. Pray that God will bless your day and we'll see you next week.